Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah wa kafa wa salamun ala ibadihin ladhin astafa Amma ba'du fa'udhu billahi min ash-shaytanir rajim Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Ya ayyuhan nasu attaqu rabbakum Inna zalzalata sa'ati shayun azim Wa qala ta'ala Iza zunzilatil lardu zilzalaham Wa qala nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Ummati hiya hazi ummatun marhumatun Laysa laha adabun fil akhirati وَعَذَابُهَا فِي الدُّنْيَا أَلْفِتًا وَالزَّلَازِلْ وَالْقَتْلِ أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم With respect to brothers and elders Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us a beautiful day the day of Jumu'ah, the day of Friday Nabi Akram صلى الله عليه وسلم and mentioned the hadith that خير يوم طلعت عليه الشمس the best day in which the sun Rises is the day of Jumu'ah. This is a very, very Mubarak day. And this day, we ought to increase our salawat and salam upon Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In one hadith, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, that, فَأَكْثِرُ عَلِيَ الصَّلَامِ That increase your salawat and salam. From this we come to know that every day we ought to decide the Sharif And salawat and salam upon Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But on the day of Jumu'ah, we ought to increase. Mala Rashid Ahmad Gangoy Rahmatullahi mentions when the word kathrat, kathrat here means abundance of durood, yeah, a person should try and decide at least 300 times. But the ulama explain on the day of Jumu'ah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives him the opportunity, then he should read the shortest durood, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This meat of ours should be running all the time. Whilst we are serving customers, whilst we are driving, whilst we are walking, lying down, whatever it may be, the Juma from Thursday night, there yeah, are people, women as men as men, that come the night of Juma, they take up, they hang their phones up, switch off their phones, and they dedicate their time towards Durur and Salawat upon Nabi Akram Sallallahu Allah give us a tawfiq of increasing this Mubarak Ibadat, inshaAllah. As the Shaykh al-Hadith, Muhammad Zakaria Sa'ar is mentioned an incident in Fadali Durood that on a day of Qiyamah, a person will be called. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will tell the malaika that, O oh malaika, that this person was a great gunagar, very great sinner. Count all his gunas. So the malaika will start counting his gunas, his minor sins, major sins, Sins unknowingly, unknowingly, intentionally, unintentionally. All the sins, the malaika will count it. And once they have finished, the malaika will be told by Allah. Allah will address the malaika, Umar malaika. Now count all the durur and salawat and salam you recited whilst he was alive. And the malaika will count all the durud, whether the durud was in salah, out of salah. Whilst lying down, whilst walking, whilst serving customers, his tongue was busy, moist with the zikr of durood upon Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then one day complete, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will tell the malaika, that Ummah malaika, now see which is greater. 
Is the number and count of durur upon Nabi Wasallam greater or is gunaza greater? So the malaika will see and then they will come to this conclusion and say, Oh Allah, the salawat and salam he read upon Nabi Wasallam is greater than his gunas. Allah will say, Bas aga isa madkallu. That don't take further reckoning. Take him and put him into jannat. Allah give us the tawfiq inshallah. Selected brothers and elders, Two things I want to mention on this day of Jumu'ah. The first thing is the current affairs that is happening at the moment in Syria and in Turkey. And the second thing is that most of us are aware, especially the youth, uh, that on Tuesday will be that concept that we don't uh, accept and we don't follow and we don't adhere to is the day of Valentine's. So. We'll start off with the current affairs that is happening. We all know that that earthquake that had struck in Turkey and in Syria. And understand, respected brothers, now it's a very testing time for them. It is that harsh winter that has come in. And we make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Really, we are in South Africa, we are in Durban. Our hearts should go out to them. And we should pour our du'as for them. Make du'a Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ease their conditions. Allah do not test us. We are very, very weak. So, respected brothers, one is that we should not become judgmental. We should not say, hey, these people are gonegars, these people are sinners, they are deserving now's willah. We are far, far worse than these people. These the Arabs, these, they, many of them ulama, huffaz, and respected brothers, they are very, very pious people amongst them as well. This notion should come out of us that, you know, Islam is only restricted to Indians or Islam is restricted to certain uh, group. No, respected brothers, they are pious, pious people throughout the world. They are dars throughout the world. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala really tested them. We make dua Allah, make it easy for them. And those people who have passed away, they are, Allah grant them the rank of the shuhada. And those who have survived, may Allah make it easy for them, make it, uh, grant them sabr and jameel who have lost their family members. So nevertheless, respective brothers, time and again, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives, uh, gives us wake-up calls. Not recently in our own country, in, in Durban, other parts of the country, we heard news of tremors. So, these actually wake up calls for us to change our lives, to come closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In Madinatul Munawwara, in the time of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa the earth started to tremble, to shake. So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa took his Mubarak hand, placed it on the ground and, his, and addressed the earth that remain calm. The time has not come as yet. In other words, the real time when the earth will convulge and shake violently will be the day of Qiyamah. Allah Ta'ala has mentioned in the Qur'an Al-Kareem, Ya ayyuhal nasu taqoo rabbakum. O people of Iman have taqwa. Adopt taqwa. Fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The after Allah Ta'ala says, Inna zalzalata sa'ati. That the shaking of the final hour is shayun azim, something very very great. Allah mentioned, When the earth will shake violently, When the earth on that day, Allah make it easy for us, 
that when the earth will shake violently, what's going to happen to us? So this comes about as a wake-up call, respective brothers. Before I mention anything further, so nevertheless, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi mentioned the time has not come. That respective brothers, in the time of Umar radiallahu anhu, also in Madinatul Munawwara, there was a tremor. The earth started trembling. Umar radiallahu anhu addressed the people and said, it is as if though it looks like the new sin has been committed on the earth. That is why the earth has trembled. And then he said, I take a question of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If this thing has to materialize again, if ever I have to experience this again, then I will go somewhere else and live somewhere else. So this was a warning to the people of Madinatul Munawwara. Hazrat Anas radiallahu mentioned on occasion, he went to Hazrat Aisha radiallahu Hazrat Aisha Siddiqa radiallahu anha, and he asked few questions. Amongst the questions he asked was regarding the zalzalas, the earthquakes that will take place. So Hazrat Aisha radiallahu anha mentions that when zina, when fornication, adultery becomes very rife in communities. And when people start listening to music and taking to musical instruments, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ghayrat, ghar Allahu fi samai, Allah ta'ala's sense of power and self-honor comes to the fore. And thereafter Allah ta'ala tells the earth, tazalzali bihim, that shake the earth to them, tremble them, shake them. So that they can come back to the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Thereafter, as Aisha radiallahu mentioned, that when people take heed to this, and people leave their sins and their gunas, and they reform their ways, they make tawbah, they make istighfar, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ease the conditions. And thereafter, as Anas radiallahu asked as Aisha radiallahu that oh Aisha, is this a form of chastisement, punishment for the people? So, as Aisha radiallahu mentioned, that for the believers, for me and you, for those who are in Turkey, those who are in Syria, it is barakah, it's a form of blessings for them, it is mo'idatun, it's a form of admonition for them, and rahmatun, it is a source of mercy upon them. So those who are past respective brothers, they will receive the rank of the shuhada. One of the shuhada, ranks of the shuhada is, we all know the rank of the shuhada, or the real shaheed is that person in the battlefield. But there are various types of, of shaheed. One is if a wall falls on him, he's crushed. So a person in that, in that earthquake, he's crushed, he passes away, he'll be raised as a shaheed or shaheedah. And thereafter, as Aisha radiallahu mentioned for the kafir, it is nakalun, wa adabun, wa sakhatun. It is a adab, it is a punishment, it is a chastisement for the disbelievers. So nevertheless, respective brothers, what should be our attitude? Our attitude that these are wake-up calls for us. And this should shake our, our hearts in fact, it should jolt our hearts. This, this is a, these occasions bring us closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Respective brothers and elders, just like we know in our country we are accustomed. There are so many 
protests that take place, so many strikes take place, become, people become frustrated and they want to vent their anger and dismay. So they take to the streets and they start violent protests and all such things. In a similar vein, when gunas take place on the earth, respective brothers, Allah gives punish, Allah gives permission to the earth now to vent their anger. Scientists will tell you, geometrists will tell you that they are faulty line, fault lines or they are plates that are under the earth. And then when there is a lot of pressure and vapor, now when it comes to boiling point and now for that thing to erupt, so what happens, scientists will explain, this causes the plates to shake, to move. And the fault lines will be exposed and that's how the, they come to this conclusion and their explanation of zalazil and earthquakes. But actually, respected brothers, behind, these are all secondary causes. The primary cause is the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is mentioned that these, temple, these plates or these fault lines are in the hands of the malaika. They are connected like ropes in the hands of the malaika. And when Allah Ta'ala gives permission that shake it, and then it will be sometimes a slight tremor, and sometimes a violent tremor in the form of earthquakes. So this is because of our sins and our gunas. Ma'ashabaritani rahmatullahi has mentioned, he says sometimes we always take the secondary cause to be the means of these earthquakes. But we fail to realize what was the primary cause. So he gives an example. He said, someone tells another person some malicious words. Some words which degrade him. Embarrassing words. So this person takes it to heart. And he loses his sense. And then he, he suffers from a mental breakdown. Now because of this mental breakdown, now he's forced to go to a mental hospital. Now people will ask, what happened to this person? If people will say, no, he suffered a mental breakdown. So that is why he's here in the mental hospital. But look beyond that. What caused that mental breakdown? It was those words that were spoken to that person. Those derogative words, embarrassing words of ridicule. So this person felt it. So that affected him. So in a similar vein, respective brothers, it is the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala unleashes through these earthquakes. In one ayat of the Quran al-Kareem, Allah mentions, قُلْ هُوَ الْقَادِرُ عَلَىٰ أَنْ يَبْعَثَ عَلَيْكُمْ عَذَابًا مِنْ فُوْكِكُمْ أَوْ مِنْ تَحْتِ أَرْجِلِكُمْ That Allah has the power of unleashing adab and punishment above you. Here the ulama explain two things above you. Above you could mean in the form of violent winds, in the form of tsunamis, all azab that come from above, floods, etc. That is from above. The second meaning from above is those above you in authority, that is the governments. Those who are in authority, the kings. When we play our part and we become obedient to Allah, Allah puts mercy in the hearts of the rulers, of the kings, and they will rule with justice and equality and with mercy. But on the contrary, when we don't play our part and we, we involve ourselves in the disobedience of Allah 
then Allah uses the government and the king to unleash their power against us. Then Allah Ta'ala mentions, Adaba min fawkikum o min tahti arjulikum. Those beneath you. Beneath you could mean in the form of earthquakes, where the earth opens up and sinks the people into it. Or it could mean those people under you, your own very servants, your employees, your own very children will rebel against you. So respective brothers, time is running out, but in a nutshell, we need to come back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. These occasions, respective brothers, we need to make sincere tawbah and make istighfar. And very important, respective brothers, that we as Muslims of South Africa, what is our responsibility to the Syrians and the Turkish people is number one, we make sincere dua for them. This mentioned the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The dua is a weapon. Dua made for your brother in his absence. The malaika say, malaika walaka mithlak. Whatever dua you made for your brother in his absence, may you also get that reward. May, may you also uh, get the benefit of that dua. The second thing, respected brothers, alhamdulillah, as common in South Africa, whenever there is a need, then people contribute. There are organizations, alhamdulillah, collecting zakat or, or, or lillah. We should try and contribute towards this needy cause. May Allah make it easy, inshallah. The second thing, respected brothers, that we need to discuss is that on Tuesday will be the Valentine's Day. A little brief history. We actually know in our gullibility and how absurd it is that we understand many unmarried couples, young boys, young girls in their divanas, in their nadani, they will do for certain things. But what is absurd is married men, married women exchanging gifts on, on, on Yomul Hub. In Arabic, in the Arab lands, it's called Yomul Hub, the day of love. When Yus Patel says that this is not love. This is superficial love. This actually is skin deep. It's infatuation. Like one woman, she told her husband, you know, last night I dreamt that you're going to give me on Valentine's Day a pearl necklace. So the husband said, don't worry. On Valentine's Day, you'll realize the, the, your dream. So very excited. Valentine's Day comes. So the husband comes with the gift. And a beautiful gift with a rose on top, beautiful uh, covering with it with roses, etc. And then she looks at the husband and she starts crying, Oh, my husband, such a nice husband you are. And so, no, my husband can open the gift, don't worry. So now she's thinking it is a pearl necklace. And she opens the cover, and what does she find? She finds a book that dreams and his interpretations. That you, you dream down and give you a pearl necklace, just check it out what it means. One old body, he said, you know, Adni, I give my wife roses every day. So someone told, Baji, so long you're giving roses to your wife, it might be a costly affair. He said, no, no, five roses tea, I mean. So respected brothers, how odd we find it one day we will express our love. What is the background of Valentine's? Do we actually know who was this Valentine? He was, this, in their terms, he was a saint. So there are a few versions. One version is, this actually was Lupacus or Saint Lupacalia. That's the day that he used to celebrate. It was on this day that two men dressed in goat's skin, clad in goat skin, and they used to have tongs. 
And then these, these tongues were dipped into blood. Imagine such paganism. We don't ever realize what we are celebrating, what we are doing. If you only know the history of Valentine's. And these two men used to, with the tongues, used to dip it in globe, in blood, which was sacrifice of, of, the, of, the, of the, uh, the blood of the goats and dogs. And they used to smear them, these young girls, thinking that once they become smeared, then they will able to bear children. Another version has it, respective brothers, that this Valentine, during the Claudius II, he was the king, and he thought to himself that young men who were unmarried made good soldiers. So Valentine's in secrecy is to make marriages, boys and girls. And then when he came to the attention of the king Claudius, he got him in prison. And it so happened the jailer had a beautiful daughter which Valentine's fell loving would. And then before his execution, he wrote on a card, from your Valentine's. And we like fools want to follow them from your Valentine. Who was a Valentine? Never made his tinja. He was a kafir. And the lanahnat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is a day of promiscuity, of immorality, respective brothers. Where young girls, young boys, married men, married women want to exchange gifts. And then they want to say and sing for the roses. Roses are red, violets are blue. We will say roses are red, violets are blue. And Valentine's Day is not for you. So nevertheless, respected brothers, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Qur'an al-Kareem that, وَلَا تَرْكَنُوا إِلَى الَّذِينَ ظَلَمُوا فَتَمَسَّكُمُ النَّارُ As Aisha radiallahu mentioned regarding earthquakes, when zina becomes prevalent, when fornication, immorality, do we want this in our country? Do we want to now celebrate this Valentine's? And we, are, we want to now cause these things to come about us? And challenge Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No respective brothers. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, وَلَا تَرْكَنُوا Do not even incline to the people of dhulam. فَتَمَسَّكُمُ النَّارِ Lest the fire of hell touches you. Ya Qadi Baydawi rahmatullahi mentions, What is this irkan to become inclined? He says, مَيْلَانَ يَسِيرُ Not even a slight inclination towards them. A slight inclination should not be done towards them. Lest the adab of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala befalls you. Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned in the hadith, Whoever imits the nation will be regarded amongst them. The house said one day in a year, and we, we, we get caught up in all these things, respected. And how unfortunate in the Arab lands, Halloween is celebrated more in the Arab lands than in other countries like America. How sad, respected brothers, how much of money will be spent on Valentine's gifts, whereas that mon money could be used to, uh, for uh, relief work in, in Syria and in Turkey. And unfortunately, we get caught up in the customs of Mother's Day or Father's Day. And in Arab lands, Christmas Day is, a, is, is something which is normal. Halloween Day is something which is normal. May Allah protect us, Allah guide us. Understand, we, we got two days of celebration. When Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam came to Medina to Munawrah and they saw the Sahaba Radiallahu celebrating. So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned that Allah has appointed two days of Eid. Eid al-Fitr and Eid al-Adha. Imagine our days of celebration, Eid al-Fitr and Eid al-Adha. We got an extra responsibility, extra salah. That is the day, Salatul Eid. 
Imagine on that day is no like freedom, we can do what we want. That is a day also we increase our ibadat. So let us shun all these activities, this 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 Valentine's Day, etc. I'll just mention one incident and conclude. In India, some of us are aware of there is a certain day where people celebrate, the Hindus celebrate holy. Virtually they go and paint the whole town red. So there was a very pious person, he was observing the people painting everyone in red colors. And at that moment he was eating pan. And we know when a person eats pan, then his saliva becomes red. So whilst eating the pan, he sees an ox. And he addresses the ox. He said, O oh, ox, bell, bends, that everything is becoming painted red except you. So he spat in the direction of that ox with that red saliva. It is mentioned this person after he passed away, someone saw him in a dream and asked him, How did you fare in the qabr? He said, Allah Ta'ala forgave me, Allah Ta'ala was merciful to me, except there is some punishment on my tongue. There is a creature that is punishing my tongue all the time in my qabr. So they asked, what was the reason behind this? He said, because on that day, the day of the celebration of the Hindus of Holi, I just imitated that in their spirit of celebration of spitting in the direction of that ox with my red saliva because of this I'm being punished in the grave. So Allah open our eyes, respective brothers. This is not for us. A person loves his wife throughout his life till his last breath inshallah. And surprisingly, in the articles from America, their research, they have mentioned Valentine's Day is the cause of many divorces and breakups. One of the main reasons is becomes many men and women are caught up in, they get caught in their adulterous relationship with the opposite sex. So increase, instead of increasing love, this breaks up their marriages. And this results in so many divorces. So do we want to head in that direction? So let us advise ourselves first, married men, married women. Why do we have to now restrict this love for one day in a year or a, or a wedding anniversary or Valentine's Day and exchange gifts or Mother's Day or Father's Day? We are, these are things alien to us. Mala Ilyas used to say that Kamal Yehe, the perfection and the, of such a thing is that a person who lives in a non-Muslim country, in a non-Muslim environment, he does not go with the tide, he does not go with the flow. If everything is going in one direction, he with his Iman, inshallah, with the Sunnah of Nabi sallallahu wasallam, he will go against the tide and earn the pleasure of Allah and the pleasure of Rasulullah sallallahu wasallam. You know that in, in, in this Cupid also, that image where that, that person shoots arrow, according to them, Venus is a god of love. So when they shoot the arrow, it means they're creating love between boy and between two strangers. Look at the hadith of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned, An-Nadhru sahmun min sihami iblis masmumun, o kama qal Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That gaze... Looking at the Namahram woman or, the, or, or a girl looking at the Namahram man, that is a poisonous arrow from the arrows of shaitan. 
And whoever lowers his gaze at that time, respect of brothers, Allah will grant him halawat iman, the sweetness of iman. And one of the benefits of the sweetness of iman, a person will enjoy his ibadat. He'll enjoy his durood upon Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi He'll enjoy salah, he'll enjoy all his ibadat. And one of the main, one of the beautiful things that will happen to him, insha'Allah, that this person will die with iman. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us a tawfiq respect of, of uh, this to recap for those who have come late that the Syria, Turkey uh, situation, we should make dua for them, contribute towards all the relief causes. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us a tawfiq of shunning all these customs of Valentine's and all these things that are associated with Valentine's. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the true love of Allah and His Habib sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa akhir dawan